Lord, teach us to pray. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Weanfleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm joined by Pastor Trevor Main. Welcome, Pastor Trevor. Thank you, Julie. And uh, it's good to be here with everyone who's taking time to listen into this podcast. So mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in if you're tuning in. Yes, we're glad to have you with us. This is a great way to um, just extend your knowledge through the week and sort of spread what we do on Sunday through the rest of your week. So we're glad uh, yeah, to have you with us. Mm-hmm. We are going through our Following in Jesus Footsteps series. So we are at week two. Uh, last week, Pastor Renee shared a message on Jesus at the table because Jesus did a lot of something we all love to do, which is eat with his followers. And he also did something else. And what did you share about on Sunday? Yeah, the we focused in on Jesus praying mm-hmm. and i find it such a fascinating thing to just imagine if somehow we could go back in time and follow in jesus footsteps to join his other followers his other disciples and just mm-hmm. listen to the kinds of things that he said watch what he does how he interacts with people yeah and have that goal of saying i just want to become more like jesus yes and as i observe his life as we observe his life saying oh, we can actually start to let that influence how we behave, how we talk, Mm -hmm. and what we do with our lives. And so, yeah, this Sunday then, Jesus spent a lot of time at the table. Yes. Renee pointed that out. And this week I started in part of the message of noticing in Scripture and shared this with the congregation on Sunday that that part of Jesus' prayers were related to food too. There was times he prayed before eating. Yes. And I don't know about you, Julie, but that was one of the places where I started to learn how to pray at the table. Absolutely, yes. We, um, well, our family used to hold hands when we prayed. And um, yeah, probably. And I wonder, I always wonder if that was to keep us still when we were kids. (laughs) It's part of the thing, holding hands and closing eyes. Yes. You know, the hands are set and eyes are shut. So less distractions. Yeah, that's right. Did you have um, like a memorized prayer that you would pray uh, when you were young or you just all We had one before bed that we would pray. My girls have a rotation that they they like to sing their prayer before um, their meal. Usually it's one that they've learned at Camp Cockwell. Yep. Um, that they like to, yeah, th- yeah, that they enjoy doing together, and it- it's fun. Yeah, that's what I mentioned on <laughs> Sunday. Uh, the idea, yeah, when I was young, I had a memorized prayer that yes. my sisters and I took turn praying before meals, and that's where I started kind of learning this routine of prayer. But it, Jesus did similarly, and as we look at the stories in the Gospels in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and just notice the different times that Jesus prayed. He seemed to do a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he did. And there was times he was missing in action. I'm sure the disciples, if we were there, we'd say, okay, where's Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? Yeah. You know, is he over there? Is he over here? Well, yeah, actually, where'd no. he go? He's yeah. gone. He, you know, he, left before more, he left before the sun came up Yeah. and went off to a quiet place to pray. Mm-hmm. Or in the evening, he went off to the mountainside and spent the night in prayer. Yeah. So there was times that Jesus was just off praying. And it struck me how prayer is such a priority for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think it it uh, was right up there with like eating mm-hmm. and sleeping. Yeah. Because I think there's times he missed meals because he was out praying. Wow. And when he says he was out all night in prayer and spent time in the, in the night, I thought he's probably not sleeping or he got up early before the sun came up to go praying. So he was giving prayer priority over sleep mm-hmm. and overeating. Or as I, I said, it just, it's just 
the priority was right up there with those things, which all of us prioritize. Yes. But it's food for thought. Um, How much do we prioritize prayer? (laughs) That is a good question. That's actually a a challenging question that I think maybe many of us don't Mm want to answer. I know, yeah, reflecting back on, you know, especially in times Mm -hmm. when maybe you need to be more in prayer, it often um, is one of the first Uh things to go. Uh And in thinking of the disciples observing Jesus pray, Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus taking time to pray, whether they just sort of to start with were kind of twiddling their thumbs and saying, well, we just have to wait. Maybe let's try to be a little bit quiet. Yeah. Jesus is praying and, and maybe feeling a little bored perhaps at times yeah. or just, okay, well, we're waiting for Jesus. Where's Jesus? Oh, Jesus is he's still praying. Yep. And um, as time went on, though, I think there maybe would have been perhaps maybe a little boredom. I don't know for sure. I'm just reading into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how I would respond if I had to wait for someone. Okay, they're always praying. But then as time goes on, kind of getting a little fascinated by this, a little more curious. What is Jesus? He does this all the time. And sometimes we're able to hear the things he prays because he prays in our presence. Other Mm -hmm. times he's off by himself in private praying, kind of wondering, what's he doing? Or this seems so special. It kind of becomes attractive as time goes on. We want to know more about it. Yes. And as we get further into the the story of Jesus' life and his prayer times, eventually one of his disciples speaks up and says, what's kind of the burning question on all of our hearts is saying, you know, Lord, we, we see you pray. But the question he said, you know, Lord, teach us to pray. Yes. We want yeah. what you have. So what would prayer have looked like before Jesus time? What would they have done in like instead or would they have prayed? Yeah, no, I think people that would think prayer was a practice that was happening prior to Jesus. I mean, you, you go back even to the Garden of Eden and it says God yeah. walked with Adam and Eve and they talked in the garden and that story of people conversing with God went through, you know, the ages. Mm -hmm. But then to see that illustrated in Jesus' life as followers of Jesus, and then thinking, well, how can that become a part of our world and our life? And some people might question, well, why did Jesus even pray? Like he's God's son. Yeah. You know, here he is talking to his father. We say that they're they're sort of one and the same. Yeah. The mystery of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But here Jesus was prioritizing taking time with his heavenly father. Mm-hmm. So we wonder why did he do that? And then sometimes we wonder why do we even bother praying? God knows everything anyways. <laughs> Won't he just do what he's going to do? And does it really matter if we say what's on our heart? And for me, what comes out of that is that Jesus was enjoying communion with his father. He was enjoying this relationship. Mm, So it's not just about the content, the requests. Got to lay it all out on the line for God and tell him what's on our heart because he doesn't know any other way. But it's saying we can take time and just enjoy conversation with God Mm -hmm. and spending time with him and not getting so caught up in the day-to-day busyness of life and other distractions that we don't factor in mm-hmm. our relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting that you call it a conversation because um, that implies it's a two-way street. So uh-huh. there should be some some listening uh-huh. too, which is also, uh, I think, something we forget to do yeah. <laughs> very often. One or two interesting, fascinating examples in the scripture when, yeah. where, when there's a prayer. And Jesus shares a bit of a prayer and then a voice from yeah. heaven answers and says, this is my beloved son yeah. in whom I am well pleased. Yep. And the listeners heard it yeah. and the people there with it. So there's this dialogue between Jesus. He prays, God the Father responds in an audible voice. And it says this is for the benefit of the people listening. Just seeing that there's these personal beings. This is God. And there's, it's yeah. um, 
our prayers are heard and mm-hmm. God he is interacts with us and uh, it puts a personal touch on what we don't know. We, we didn't, I have never heard that, but it's there in scripture and saying, yeah. you know, there is this opportunity for conversation. Yeah. And for me personally, I, sometimes like I shared one Sunday, I, I've carved a little place <clears throat> in the back of our property or behind the back of our property where I can go sit and have some quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to learn to do that more. I think Jesus' example inspires me and I want to follow in his footsteps to take time away to be quiet, away from distraction. And when I, when I sit there, I say, well, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can just list, list some requests <laughs> or I can take time to thank God. And one of the things that I've been reflecting on lately is just in this listening, it's reflecting and saying, you know, God, is, is there anything you want to show me? Mm-hmm. Anything you want me to be aware of? Yeah. And that word beware, be aware of. And then I say to be and beware of. <laughs> so I like to play Both, on those right? words and yes. I, can, I can remember that. So if I have some quiet time and reflecting in the Lord's presence, just thinking, you know, God, you know, I can give thanks, I can pray for some things, but then if I kind of just want to sit here quietly, I can just kind of reflect in God's presence and say, Lord, is there anything you want me to be aware of? Yes. Or to be aware of? And Mm. just reflect on some of those kinds of things with God as well. That's a very good example. Yeah. Um, My favorite time to pray is usually with my kids at night. Uh I don't know why that feels... uh, special it's especially maybe well my older daughters Uh you know a little bit older but my younger one still likes to cuddle up a bit before bed and that always feels really um nice and special to have that that quiet cuddle time and you know to pray together before bed i i love doing that praying Mm -hmm. together like you mentioned that's a family example i encourage people when they're preparing for marriage and and couples pray together it's Mm -hmm. it's a very intimate beautiful thing to share together and even as a church family when we're in public to we have times when we pray together and it's something mm-hmm. that unifies us and um, unites us it's a beautiful thing to share and with other people by ourselves and with other people mm-hmm. yeah do you think prayer changes things i do yeah, yeah how so I well, I have to believe that part of the things that, that gives prayer meaning and we dialogue with God is saying that there are some things that God won't do unless we present them in prayer. He could do them, but mm-hmm. he chooses not to. And the and, and that's thinking of things, needs around us. So I know people will say, you know, thank you for praying for me. When I was in the hospital, I felt this overwhelming sense of peace. I felt like God was with me, and I feel like it was in response to people's prayers. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of stories of things like that. <clears throat> And those are like prayers for physical things. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like prayer, does prayer make a difference? Is saying prayer's changing me. Yeah. You know, it's I'm learning more about God. And as we're I'm a Christian, I use that term and on Sunday I mentioned if we're Christians, we're actually kind of that's a term that means little Christs. <laughs> we're like mini Christs, mini yeah. Jesuses. And um, that time in prayer helps me be just a little become as time goes on a little bit more like Jesus mm-hmm. and I need to do more of that and I uh, the scriptures the challenge from Sundays um, following Jesus example in prayer and yeah. Jesus was devoted to prayer mm-hmm. and the other disciples and other writers in the New Testament that was their challenge to the church you know and that's what they did they devoted themselves to mm-hmm. prayer and encouraging us to be devoted to prayer mm-hmm. and so it's a, a challenge for me and I hope for all of you listening that yeah. you could just be encouraged uh, sometimes prayer, you might think, oh, it's just drudgery, but to catch a little glimpse of how Jesus was passionate about prayer, how he prioritized prayer, how he taught us to pray, so that we as well can also share in being devoted to prayer. Mm-hmm. I love in the Bible where it says pray without ceasing. Yep. I love mm-hmm. that idea that we can just 
it can, like you said, it's important to spend actual quality time in prayer, but it can also be just a a quick constant a contact, quick, constant, constant conversation, contact, kind yeah. of your go-to throughout the day is to factor yeah. God into all things, which is precious and important mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. So what was Jesus' answer when his disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray? Well, he gave a long answer. He mm-hmm. gave us a list of some things to do and a list of things not to do. But probably the easiest thing to remember is the sample prayer that he mm-hmm. provided for his disciples. And it's the prayer that's commonly known as the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. kind of a model prayer that we can pray. Yeah. I remember saying that prayer in school as yeah. a child. We said it every morning. We stood and sang O Canada and sang, um, sorry, sang O Canada and <laughs> said the Lord's Prayer together. Yeah. Many people learned it that way. Yes. Yeah. Will you lead us in the Lord's Prayer as we close today? It would be a privilege. So I invite everyone, let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. That's a beautiful prayer to, to say. Um, so we look forward to continuing on in Jesus' footsteps as we go through um, just one more week, and then we're going to pause this series for Missions Month for February. Um, and then we'll get back to, we'll circle back to following in Jesus' footsteps for a few more for the month of March. That's right. Um, before leading up to... Easter. Yeah, lots to look forward to. Yes, we do. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Trevor, if you'd like to discuss anything he spoke or have any questions, you're welcome to reach him at trevor at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, I'd love to hear from you as well with feedback or podcast suggestions. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we thank you very much for tuning in today, and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week.